A special thanks goes out to the folks at Spotify for bringing you this podcast. Hello again, everyone. Today, we learn about that one side of Sinatra that we knew very little about. I'm Tom Zania, and this is Tom Read Your Story. Coming to you almost live, it's time once again for Tom Reads Your Story, the number one spoken word podcast on the web for audiobooks, social media posts, current events, and just plain whatever. So let's start the show. For the next half hour, I'll be your host. I'm voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zanian. And we are back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen to the number one spoken word podcast in America. That is Tom Reads Your Story. I'm Tom Zania. I'm an actor and a podcaster and a voice actor. And I just did some commercials uh, for a a very prominent law firm here in New York that I've done many uh, of those for. Um, And I'm very happy about that. So that's the kind of stuff I do. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> anyway, uh, we um, we here at uh, Tommy's Your Story are glad you are here. And I was thinking, you know, last week we did an episode on Tina Turner, uh, who I'm very sorry to see go, who was an incredible entertainer. And that got me to thinking about other entertainers. And one in particular, and that is Frank Sinatra. And I've talked about Sinatra many times on Tom Read Your Story. And I've probably played or sung a lot of his music on the show. And uh, I got to thinking, what an incredibly long and varied career this man had. There was Sinatra, the young, uh, up-and-coming band singer that the the young ladies swooned after at the Paramount Theater in New York. There was Sinatra, the movie star from Here to Eternity. There was Sinatra, the the artist, uh, the man who scored a great record contract with Capitol. And there was Sinatra the Lover, and that included a, a very bad relationship, a stormy marriage to Ava Gardner. can't be true 
a love that's there for others too I'm a fool to hold you such a fool to hold you to seek a kiss not mine alone to share a kiss the devil has known Sinatra was a huge advocate for civil rights and played a major role in the desegregation of Nevada hotels and casinos in the 1950s and 1960s. At the Sands in 1955, Sinatra went against policy by inviting Nat King Cole into the dining room. And in 1961, after an incident where an African-American couple entered the lobby of the hotel and were blocked by the security guard, Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. forced the hotel management to begin hiring black waiters and busboys. On January 27, 1961, Sinatra played a benefit show at Carnegie Hall for Martin Luther King Jr. and led his fellow Rat Pack members and reprise label mates in boycotting hotels and casinos that refused entry to black patrons and performers. Sinatra always stood up for Sammy. Sometime in the late 1940s, Frank appeared in a theater in New York during the lull of his career. He goes to Harlem to see the Will Maston trio and is blown away by Sammy's talent. After the show, he heads backstage to pay his respects and asks Sammy to come see him perform. About a week passes. No Sammy. So Sinatra goes back to Harlem to see the show again and says something to the effect of, I'm angry with you. I came to see you twice, and you never came to see me. Sammy, speaking to the man he admired more than anyone else in the world, said, Frank, I did. They wouldn't let me in. Frank then storms back to the theater, tears up his contract, and leaves. 
This was not Sinatra during his peak fame. He needed the gig. Sammy, the boy with the scrapbook, talked about that day a lot over the years. As Sinatra and Sammy's relationship grew, so did Sammy's career. Sinatra selected the Will Maston Trio to open for him at the prestigious Capitol Theater in 1947, to which Sammy incredulously responded, Why me? When Sammy was denied entry into the Copacabana, Sinatra made sure he got in the next time. When he was not allowed to stay in the Las Vegas hotel where he was performing, Sinatra used his clout to enable Sammy to break the color line in Las Vegas. And when Sammy lost his left eye in an automobile accident in 1954, an incident that many feared he'd never be able to return from, Sinatra paid his medical bills and had him recover at his Rancho Mirage compound. In 1985, when Nancy Sinatra was promoting her biographical book about Frank Sinatra, My Father, reporters asked her if her dad had any objections to anything she wrote about his life. They were likely expecting to hear an answer about Frank's rougher times or tabloid headlines. Nancy surprised them all by saying the only thing Frank wanted her to leave out were references to his charitable efforts. It's been estimated that during the course of his lifetime, Frank Sinatra contributed over $1 billion to charity, from monetary donations to endorsements and appearances at events and benefit concerts. Old Blue Eyes was able to help people in need all over the world. Most of the time, he preferred to do it quietly. But toward the end of his career, well, at the end of his career, basically, there was a side of Sinatra that we didn't usually hear about. We usually heard about the bad stuff, you know, the, the questionable behavior the uh, the womanizing the, uh, uh, the 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 movies that he uh, brought a lot of trouble to uh, as far as working with certain directors and things like that. Uh, but toward at the end of his career, he became philanthropic uh, with his wife Barbara Marks. And that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Tom Reed, Your Story. Portions were pre-recorded. Please tell your friends if you enjoyed your visit today because we're always looking for new ones. Thanks, Spotify, for this opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. Let's close today's episode with a really great Sinatra song that he did with children. Uh, and it's called High Hopes. I'm Tom Zania for Tom Reader's Story. Thanks for joining me. See you next time. Next time you're found with your chin on the ground, there's a lot to be learned. So look around. Just what makes that little old ant think he'll move that rubber tree plant? Anyone knows an ant can't move a rubber tree plant But he's got high hopes He's got high hopes He's got high apple pie in the sky So anytime you're getting
getting low Instead of letting go Just remember that ant Oops, there goes another rubber tree plant Oops, there goes another rubber tree plant Oops, there goes another rubber tree plant A silly old ram Thought he'd punch a hole in a dam No one could make that ram scram He kept butting that dam Cause he had high hopes He had high hopes He had high apple pie in the sky Hopes oh Anytime you're feeling bad Instead of feeling sad Just remember that ram Oops, there goes a billion kilowatt dam Oops, there goes a billion kilowatt dam Problem curve plop. Oops, there goes another problem curve plop. This is Tom Zania. For more information on my availability for your e learning, commercial, or audiobook project, visit my website at www.tomzvoices. Weebly.com. We hope you visit us again real soon for another episode of Tom Reads Your Story.